Hello and welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. You've got your girl Laura here in the home studio here with uh, little Frankie Franks. You might hear him in the background a little bit. It is December 26, 2021, recording this right after the holidays. I had I had the full intent of knocking this episode out on Christmas Eve or even yesterday, Christmas Day, actually, funny story. And uh, I just could not, I could not get myself to do it. I was feeling a little lazy. I really just wanted to kind of veg out and do other things on those days. So that and the fact that I've been sick, so please bear with my froggy little voice, has made it, has made it tough to record. But this, this Christmas was an interesting one for me. I tested negative for COVID, but I definitely came down with something. I definitely came down with something while I was at NPC Nationals in Orlando. And uh, I guess it was just maybe a flu or something like that. I was extremely, extremely congested, like a, a chest cold and had a lot of body aches, had a lot of fatigue. So I guess that could be the flu as well. So either way, it was a little bit of a weird week. I was supposed to travel on Christmas Eve to go home to Michigan where my mom and stepdad live. And, and basically we called it about the day before on the 23rd and just, I still was not feeling well, still being sick. Even with the negative COVID tests, we just felt like it was not a good idea for me to be traveling. And, and not only that, making a bunch of other travelers or people around me uncomfortable as I'm just like coughing and like hacking my life away. So didn't, didn't travel and woke up on Christmas Eve to see that regardless, my flight had been canceled. So there were a lot of cancellations this weekend, hopefully you, the listener, were not a victim of that. Hopefully you were with family, loved ones, got to where you're going safely, easily, quickly, and overall had a really nice Christmas. So I think while this episode would have been most valuable prior to Christmas, there are still definitely some things that are worth covering. And hey, we are still not 100% of the way through the holidays. We've got New Year's Eve looming this Friday. So we are still kind of in the thick of it. And and really what I wanted to talk about today is how to handle handle the holidays, handle this time of year, whether you're in prep, whether you're in off season, whether there's a show coming up or one nowhere in sight. I myself have done both, um, both times of years prepping. My first two years competing, I actually prepped through the holidays. So my very first show, I started early November of 2016 and I prepped through Christmas, New Year's, my birthday and just narrowly missed Valentine's Day for that show. It was a February show and it was tough. At the same time, my coach, I really appreciated what he did and he would give me a cheat meal on each holiday. So for example, Thanksgiving was during that time frame. So I kind of got a free meal. I was I was sort of working through an injury at that time. My left my left glute was a little, little underactive and it was causing some knee pain. So I didn't go crazy with the food anyways, just because I was having a little bit of a hard time with my training and my cardio at that point, but I really appreciated the cheat meal. Christmas, same thing, got a cheat meal. I went so ham on food. I cooked up a whole feast, went so ham on food. I think I woke up the next day about 10 pounds heavier and I nearly like lost my mind. Um, hit my cardio super hard and the weight super hard that day. I don't think I started my meal timing as early as normal because I was just literally so full. And then within about, I would say three days, my weight was back to where it was. So not a, not a total loss. That's something I haven't really talked about before. And um, in New Year's Eve as well. So the not even about a week later, got a cheat meal for New Year's Eve. And that was pretty much my last one going into that early February show. So I really did appreciate it. My boyfriend at the time 
since my birthday is January 3rd and it's pretty close to New Year's, he made me a little protein cake, little protein brownie. So I had a small piece of that. And at the time I was sort of macro tracking and carb cycling. So it was a little easier to match up the macros, even though protein brownie is probably not, um, doesn't have the things you want to be eating on prep that close to a show. I did it anyways. It's my first show. Turned out okay. So, um, so having provided all that context, my second year as well, that was when I first started winning my classes. I prepped through Halloween, Thanksgiving. I was done right before Christmas uh, in December when I did Excalibur and Tournament of Champions with Muscle Contest in 2018. So those are the two years that I prepped through the holidays. And it, it definitely is tough. I would say if you can avoid being on prep through the holidays, it is ideal because just the amount of not just social pressure, but like commitments, um, engagements, gatherings, these things all involve food. They're very food centric this time of year. And it just makes it a little easier to get along with friends and family, coworkers, loved ones, if you don't have a lot of food restrictions. And the temptation just really isn't there. So I always recommend, especially for brand new competitors, if you can avoid prepping through the holidays, definitely do that. But hey, let's say, let's say we, we could not do that. We're already in prep. We're, we're midway through. We've got a show coming up, maybe beginning of the year. I've got at least one of my prep girls who's in this position where uh, we couldn't quite get her into a 2021 show. So it'll be 2022. And so she prepped through Christmas. We did give her a cheat meal yesterday. So gave her a little bit of a free meal. She's been working hard. She's been doing a lot of cardio. So that's one thing you can do. And I think when you are prepping through the holidays, talk to your coach. If you can make it in, make it in such a way where a refeed meal or cheat meal or whatever you want to call it, bump meal, is available to you on the actual holidays, that can make it easier. That can make it easier just with your family, with friends. And and maybe that's not your preference, actually. Maybe you'd prefer just to eat your prep meals because having that one bite of Christmas dinner might just open the floodgates. So everyone is different. But if you are thinking that a refeed meal or something like that or a cheat meal would be well-timed with the holidays, talk to your coach about it and hopefully they can work with you. Beyond that, um, <laughs> it's not as ideal to be on prep during the holidays just because, man, at that low body fat, you're just cold all the time. And in winter, the weather's usually worse, even here in Southern California. So I just remember how painful it was to be so cold all the time during the winter. I really did not like that, even though even though I've had the luxury of always prepping here in Southern California, I definitely did not like it. So that's one thing to keep in mind is if you can kind of structure your season in a way where you're prepping during the summer, that's when everyone wants to be bikini ready, beach ready anyways, it, it just tends to work out a little better. There's not as many of these food centric holidays during the summer. So let's say you are on prep. The biggest advice I could give someone who is prepping through the holidays is just really to stay mentally tough, tune out a lot of the noise, and just continue to focus on that end goal and that that end date in sight. When you are with friends, family, whatnot, for your holiday gatherings, really just focus on the companionship and the company that you have. That's At the end of the day, that is the, really the important part. That is what the holidays are all about, is spending it with loved ones expressing your love and gratitude and appreciation for those people in your life. So really trying to, as much as possible, mentally detach yourself from a lot of the food and just really show up ready to enjoy company. And and after, you know, almost two very difficult years now for all of us, you know, just really, really placing the importance where it belongs. And that's on with spending time with family, friends, and the people we care about. So with all that said, if we're in off season, um, there is a much wider 
range of ways you could handle this time of year. Because here's the thing. Off season can mean a lot of things. Off season can mean you got off stage a week ago. Maybe you did a December show to wrap up the year. Maybe you did NPC nationals. Off season could mean you're three, four months deep and your weight is stable and you're maintaining your body composition. So that's one of the things that you've got to think about. So first of all, how far out from a show are you? If we're one week out, if we're one week after that show, we've got to be kind of reverse dieting. So that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the Christmas goodies and things like that. But the smartest thing is always, always, always to follow a reverse diet as much as you possibly can. So keeping that in mind. And then if you're farther away from a show, if your body weight is in a safe spot, if you and your coach are feeling good about where you're at, an extra bump in calories is really not going to hurt you. Even if it's over a couple days, you would get back in the gym and you train really hard. There's there's really no need to restrict or overdo it on cardio or starve yourself or whatnot. It's not beneficial for muscle building. So really just getting back in the gym, training super hard if you feel like you did overdo it a little bit. And then I would say one more thing too is to ask yourself whether you're going to drink or not. That's a big question for a lot of bodybuilders. A lot of competitors don't drink for the sake of the fact that it's not it's not a beneficial for muscle building. It's actually counterproductive. And along with that, it can be a little hard on our liver. So if you're someone that is taking PEDs, that's an extra extra thing you got to think about a little bit is, you know, your liver might already be somewhat impacted. So just adding alcohol to the mix is not, not necessarily a good combination. So these are all choices you have to make for yourself. And going into these weeks or rounding out the rest of this week, that's something I would keep in mind. Like for New Year's Eve here in California, we have the mask mandate back. So who knows what's actually going to be open in terms of bars and restaurants and whatnot. I feel like this year might be a lot of people at home or a lot of house parties, but going into New Year's Eve, kind of having an intention of how much do you actually want to drink? How do you want your night to go? How drunk or not do you want to get? Because if you go into it just like, oh, you know, I'll just drink what I feel like, da 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 you might be setting yourself up to get pretty hammered and then feeling really crappy the next day. For me personally, something about the New Year's Day hangover is like the worst. It's like the worst feeling of all time because you're starting an entirely new year with a hangover. Like what a crappy way to ring in a new year. So personally, I'm not a fan of it. I've been there before. Um, I'm trying to think what I do. Last year was really chill. I was in Hawaii with uh, my friends, Kate and Madison, who compete. So last year, New Year's Eve was very chill, went to bed early. The year before was a little bit of a rager, had the New Year's Day hangover. It was not pleasant, did not enjoy that. So this year, my personal plans are to maybe have a glass of champagne, but I'm not a big drinker. So I want to keep it pretty mellow on New Year's Eve. So these are some things to think about, like just how much, how much are you willing to to indulge and to sign up for and going into that night that is a lot of partying, drinking, whatnot with some intentionality around it. That would be, that would be my, my advice. And then managing this time after the holidays. Let's talk about that for just a second. So post holidays, we may feel a little down. We may have some post holiday blues, kind of like we can have our you know, post-show, post-prep blues. It's a time of year that's it feels like very nice and cozy and it's all about togetherness and, you know, really expressing your love for others through the gifts that we give and, you know, the meals that we cook and things like that. So it can be a time where afterwards there, there doesn't feel like there's as much to look forward to. 
you still have the winter weather for a few more months. Even even in California, we got our winter weather right now. And, and there's just not as much to look forward to, especially like I mentioned, these last two years have been fairly difficult for all of us in some way, shape or form. No, no two people's struggles and challenges are the same, but it has been, it has been a rough couple of years. And I think especially now, unless you've got something really concrete, like a vacation or something exciting at work or whatever it may be, it can, it can feel a little depressing after the holidays because we just don't have that, that thing to look forward to. Um, you know, I guess what the next big thing, there's no, there's no big holidays for a while, um, you know, I guess there's spring break or summer kind of looming on the horizon and in Indiana and in the Midwest, looking forward to that warm weather was always such a thing, but it, it seemed to take forever, especially after Christmas. So I don't miss that. The other, the other piece of advice I would give to you is that let's say the holidays did not go as you intended. Let's say for whatever reason, it just wasn't what you hoped for. I know for me personally, I was not anticipating spending it alone. I was anticipating being at home. And so making that mental shift was a little bit tough this week. But it's all good. We got through it. If we're listening to this episode, we made it through Christmas. And and whether it was the day you wanted or not, whether the eating went according to plan or not, just not getting caught up in it and not letting it spiral out of control, right? So at least with our minds, keeping it in check, staying realistic, staying kind and considerate of our of ourselves because our thoughts have power. So if if the week went not ideal, If you feel like you overindulged a bit, feel like you binged on food a bit, which can happen, right? Some of us have these issues we work through. If it didn't go how you want, picking yourself up, moving forward, making peace with where you're at. Okay, you feel maybe a little bloated, maybe a little bit watery. Okay, fine. Let's make sure this week we're drinking plenty of water. We're getting back on our meal plan. We're getting back in the gym, getting active, putting all the extra food to work and using all these extra extra stored carbs we have in our muscles to get some great workouts in. And this this is easier said than done, right? So it sounds really simple, like, okay, just move on, just pick yourself up, keep going. It is really tough. It takes a lot of stubbornness. It takes a lot of consistency and self-awareness because when we're not feeling good about ourselves or we just had a bad week or whatever, the thoughts are going to continue to pop up. It's not just a one-time thought that we put to bed when we move on with our lives, it's going to be in the back of your head probably until until you've got some good momentum and you've got a shift in your energy going. So don't be surprised if for several days after the holidays or after Christmas or whatever, if you're feeling not so great about everything, you're going to t- continue to feel not so great. And that's okay. But just continue to remind yourself to be kind, to be compassionate, just the way you would be with other people. Be kind to yourself and move on. You know, nothing nothing we do, nothing we eat is irreversible. So if you've had some good momentum pre-holidays and you went a little with a little ham, that's okay. That's okay. Try to get some good workouts in. Try to put it to best use. Don't beat yourself up. This is the time of year. I remember growing up in the Midwest, winter weight was such a thing. Like it was such a thing for everyone to just gain weight during the winter because it's hard to be outside. It's hard to exercise. I cannot even imagine what it's like with lockdowns and things like that over these last two years. And nobody can really see what you look like. So it's really easy to just spend the time indoors, uh, watching football on TV on the weekends, eating, and not really getting the same amount of activity. And uh, luckily, I'm in a climate now where it's a little a little easier to prevent that. But for many people around the country, you may be struggling with this. And hey, that's that's okay. It's okay. Do your best. Be kind to yourself. 
And, and just remember that nothing, nothing you do cannot be undone. So whether we're prepping or not, it's a tough time of year. It's a, it's a really fun, can also be very special, you know, magical, cozy, nice feeling time of year as well. But it is always a little sad when the holidays pass. Just, just trying to move forward and propel yourself into the next year with good momentum and good energy is what I would encourage you to do. We're going into 2022. And, and maybe take, take some time to set some intentions to really think forward about what you want to accomplish over the next 12 months and what are some action steps and maybe a high level plan you could put in place to help get yourself there. These are the things that would be productive. These are the things that are going to help carry you into a new year with good momentum, with fresh energy, with some wind under your sails. So rather than maybe beating yourself up or ruminating over how things went or what you ate or that you feel a little bloated in your leggings today. Really think forward and think about what you can do differently moving forward, what you can do to make yourself feel good and and just letting letting it go. <laughs> That's the biggest thing is letting letting that guilt and shame from eating whatever let it go. Just like the Frozen song or whatever. Um <laughs> So that is really all I have for you guys. I kind of just wanted to do a little mini pep talk. Hopefully, hopefully you can understand me even with my with my snuffly voice and my froggy voice. Whether you spent the holidays with family or on your own or working or not, on vacation, traveling or at home, wherever it is, I hope you had an amazing holiday. I hope you have a happy new year. We've got some more exciting episodes coming soon. I've got a bunch of bunch of great guests lined up the first week of January. So I'm very excited to bring you guys all that content. And yeah, just let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. So that's that's the name of the game. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope this was enjoyable. And I will catch you in the next episode of Bikini Things. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss another episode. Mm-hmm.